What up, what up? This Tyrese at Mom's Mobile Oil Change. I'd like to welcome you back to another quick episode of the Mobile Oil Change Podcast. The only podcast on the internet dedicated to mobile oil changes. And I'd like to add on to the last episode, what have I created? Now that we got that out the way, hopefully I gave you something to think about, something to look at, something to evaluate and ask yourself. What have you created or what are you creating? And is it truly the ultimate end goal? So now, let's get back to moms because moms, like we said, we can pretty much categorize moms as a hustle disguised as a business. So, when we take that into consideration, and you, the listener of this podcast, can look at moms, you say, can we call that success? You have your answer, I have mine. Because let's weigh the pros and cons of that outcome of what we built with moms. Now, when I go back to the hood, when I go around my family and my friends, they say, oh, wow, Tyrese, you and moms are successful. You created your own business. You work for yourself. You created a means for you and your family. But if I were to go around a business owner, an investor, or a consultant, they would say, the hell you been doing for the past 10 years? So my response to my friends, my family, and the people that views it as successful, I would have to answer them and say no that's not what I set out to create that was not the true vision of moms everything I did took me down that path and I ran down that path as if it was the end to where I wanted to go but then when I got there it led me to making the last episode with the that I created so when the investors the businessmen the business owners bankers when they ask me that question what have you been doing for the past 10 years that's the question that led me to shutting down moms for a month reevaluating my position reevaluating my choices my decisions reevaluating my steps going back and look at everything that I've done everything that I've accomplished everything that I didn't do everything that I didn't accomplish because I didn't do And I realized that the answer to that question is I was creating a process. A process on how to sustain, to grow, and to scale a mobile oil change business. Because I have that process. 
I have it written down. I have it in my head. And I'm telling it to you right now. The process is sustainability. Scalability and then growth. And throughout this process that I was building, where I failed to do was to implement any of the steps that I was creating in the process. I was creating a process over here, but I was doing a different process over here. So in essence, I was creating two processes, one that I experienced and one that I researched, created, evaluated, and understood to be an effective process. And those two processes are residential and fleet. Now the process that I was demonstrating was residential, sustainability, scalability, and growth. The process that I was developing was for fleet acquisition and management. So it came to the point where it was no longer about okay so it came to the point where it actually was about phase three growth we've already experienced sustainability we've been doing it long enough we've already experienced scalability we've branched out into way different sectors we're pumping gas for hertz we're building a garage for Hertz in Manhattan. So we've scaled into other segments, other categories. But have we grown? Do we have workers? Do we have extra trucks? No, we don't. <clears throat> have I done any of the implementation of the fleet management process? No, I haven't. All of the, the fleet, the Hertz and the... <clears throat> Please, Amazon and all of that. That was running under the mom's process, a residential tweak to fit a commercial, such as I have a fleet dashboard where the fleet customers can upload their vehicles. I wasn't using that for them, uh, allowing them to email me the schedule, tell me what days they want to be there. So I wasn't using the, the plan, the system that I had developed. I was still using the residential system that I had developed, but I didn't develop this system in a way where it was being uh, recorded. The fleet system is being recorded. I have all of the, you know, I documented everything through that process. I can send it to somebody, say, this is how you start to get fleets. This is how you do lead generation. This is how you do lead acquisition. This is how you do a script. I got three scripts ratings that I can give you for the call. I got emails that you can follow up. I got an email. Anyway, I have that, but I'm not utilizing any of it. But everything in residential is what I'm doing. So residential is the side that's growing. So we get to the point where we realize that the growth for residential is naturally slow because of the, the value of the service. No matter how much you charge for oil change, no matter how many oil changes you're doing in a month residential, 
it doesn't have the anywhere near the potential of the fleet. So as a revenue driver, fleet is where it is. If you start this business to make money, you don't ever have to touch a residential car in your life. You should be only focused on fleets and you should be calling every fleet company in the world. But if you focus on having a company and a brand and a known to the public and all of that type of stuff, then yes, focus on residential, get your truck, get it wrapped, get your 1-800 number and your fancy commercial and your nice uniform and take that route. And that's the route that I can tell you because I've done it. I'm doing it now. You are watching it. You're experiencing it. That's what led you to this conversation. But now I'm at the point where it's time to realize what I've created. I'm thankful for it. I'm happy for it. The last episode was not like regretful. It was very, you know, <clears throat> enlightening. And it was the process of me talking things that how else would I hear them if I don't talk them? If I thank them, I don't hear them. But if I talk them, I hear them. I can go back and listen to that episode and listen to everything that I told you because it's not about me. It applies to me. So, with that, it's time now. The industry has developed and a lot of companies are coming in and they're starting to focus more on fleets. And because I am um, who I am, who we are. We've built up a brand. We've built up a name. And some of these are starting to recognize that although we haven't done the development plan that we developed as far as the fleet acquisition development management, they recognize that he may know something about that. So they're starting to reach out to me. And a lot of them is, that's the first thing they want to know. Oh, I'm trying to do fleets. And it's like, <laughs> very interesting. So now it's like, gives me the opportunity to say, hey, well, this is Tyrese at Miles Mobile Change. You're listening to the Mobile Oil Change podcast, the only mobile oil change podcast on the internet. And say, look what I've done with this residential. That was my plan, that was my goal, that was my focus. But now I want to take what I know about that and I'm going to use it, lies it over here. And if you truly believe that I know that and I did that well, then if you want to know and you believe in what I'm about to do over here, you can see it, I can show you the steps, I can show you the process, I just can't show you the results from it yet. Then stay along for the ride, get in board for the ride. I have a plan where we can do this together because I'm definitely going to do it myself. But if you want to get involved and you want to relieve some of the pressure, because this is going to be a journey. Fleet acquisition is a process that has to be learned, has to be cultured, has to be seasoned perfectly. You're becoming a salesperson. You're becoming a closer. You're becoming a telemarketer. And if you're not, you're becoming the person that's going to have to manage all of these people and find this. And it's very capable of being done. It's very simple. I've written it all down and I've laid it out in a very easy to understand, very easy, actionable, followable process. Someone asked me for advice. Instead of going to give advice, I give action. I give actionable 
instructions. Do this. Do not ask me for any type of advice if you do not have a website. Do not ask me for any type of advice if you do not have a Google listing. Do not ask me for any type of advice. If you do not have a Twitter, a LinkedIn, and a Facebook. Because Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook is for residential customers. So if that's what you want advice on, then be clear that I can tell you exactly what to do to get residential customers. And I can show you how to do it. I can show you that I've done it. You can see it work. But for fleets, you're gonna have to trust me because I spent a lot, a lot of time studying and learning about business in relation to the mobile oil change industry. And one ticket I'm gonna give you is you're not in the mobile oil change industry. Get that out of your head. So, as we're coming up on 15 minutes, we don't have any sponsors for this video, so I ain't being paid. I'm just joking, but uh, this is Tyrese, Mom's Mobile Oil Change. And thank you again for tuning in to the Mobile Oil Change podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be dropping a new episode very soon. And we're going to get into, like, um, you know, why it's important to to truly have a fleet department of your business or possibly only focus on fleets. Either one could do. I don't recommend it, but we'll talk about that. Again, thank you. See you next time.